Welcome to Get Fit, Stay Healthy, Life in the Groove, Life with Levity, all brought to you by TinaAndersonOC.com. Dr. Cynthia Thike, that's T-H-A-I-K, author of Your Vibrant Heart, Restoring Health, Strength, and Spirit from the Body's Core. Fantastic, because she is doing what I think all doctors could do. I, I know it would be difficult. I get it. But combining the philosophy, the magic, the power, the research, the success of Eastern medicine and Western medicine together, go figure, amazing results from the inside out. She talks about her philosophy. She talks about putting it into practice and about why she's on a a mission to focus on the heart. Not that breast cancer isn't extremely important, but she does mentioned that, hey, we got to talk about our heart health as well. That's not all of it, though. Really, listen to the interview. This is from Life in the Groove, some of the segments that I did with her. So much more we could have talked about. Find her book. It's really good. Little tidbits, good stuff in there. And I think you will pull something away from this interview as well. So this is from Life in the Groove. Don't forget to visit me at tinaandersonoc.com. Talk to me. Tell me how you're doing. I would love to hear from you. Find me on Facebook, find me on Twitter, and let's connect, okay? Until then, you take good care of yourself, all right? Here's the interview with Dr. Cynthia from Life in the Groove. Hi, guys. Tina Anderson, your Groove Gal. You should be in the groove. If you're not, well, it's good you're listening to me because I'll help you get there. And you know I bring the guests to help you do that because for me, and it should be for you, and it's for everybody, living in the groove is where all the elements fit together. So if you're working really hard physically, but mentally you're a mess, or vice versa, if your spiritual side of your life is empty, you don't got that going on, you got a piece missing. If you have no time for friends or family, if you haven't been out in nature, all those things. And why I love my guest is because she is a proponent of that. And she's also, Dr. Cynthia Thike, by the way, is a Harvard-trained cardiologist specializing in women's health. However, um, it's also, you know, it t- ties over into men as well. Cardiovascular health, congestive heart failure. She's the founder of Revitalize You, a new body image, a wellness center focused on health, nutrition, weight loss, and detoxification, a practicing Buddhist herself. And she teaches individuals that uh, are you, that you have an amazing potential to heal your ailments through not just the physical part, but through mindfulness. And she's on a mission to shift the medical paradigm from crisis management to maintaining wellness. And she's done that with thousands of patients. And she's going to help us figure that out right now so you can make some steps to start your own. And if you live in the L.A. area or if you want to fly out here, you can actually see her. Welcome to the show, Dr. Cynthia Thike. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Tina. Uh, to be here. Yeah, I love your book. Your Vibrant Heart is the name of her book, Restoring Health, Strength, and Spirit from the Body's Core. Went to number one right away the minute it got on the shelves. You can get it in your brick and mortar and Amazon and all those. Your Vibrant Heart is the name of the book. And I want to start off with this. Why is it in our medical community that there aren't more doctors like you? Why do we go to a doctor? And, Jay, you know, your dad's a doctor, so this would be a great conversation, but Jay's one of uh, our engineers here. Why is it that more doctors aren't saying, how do we prevent everything from happening? And why, as a doctor, should I not be given and rewarded uh, through, you know, the pharmacies or the medical community or insurance for keeping people healthy instead of taking them when they're not healthy? Do you understand what I'm saying? It seems backwards to me. Absolutely. It's a sad state that we are in, right? And so, you know, starting from medical school and how the medical students are trained all the way up to, you know, your professional career, 
I think, you know, as a society, and particularly the medical society, we are so disease-centric. We're so um, symptom-centric and disease-phobic, and the, the, the focus is completely wrong. It's all on negativity. It's all, you know, on re- reacting rather than responding. And so for me, there isn't enough out there to really help the consumer um, address health. I mean, I, w- I want the patients to come to me looking for health, uh, looking for a physician that will help to guide them and steer them and walk with them towards a, a vibrant life, a vibrant health, as opposed to coming to me because they were concerned about chest pain and, and so forth. And and I think part of the problem is that, uh, you know, we're driven by money and we're driven by, you know, big pharma. And so, uh, you know, that's that's where the you know, the policy people are, you know, based. And and so I think a lot of it is just, you know, driven by, you know, drugs and treatment and and less on the prevention. You know, it's so true. So you're out there championing. What what do other doctors say to you? Do they say, man, I couldn't go this way or congratulations or you're kind of a quack or what what kind of response do you get? I have to tell you, um, I was actually pretty – pretty disappointed and shocked by some of the response that I got. I mean, I got pushbacks like, what are you out there talking about nutrition? We're sending patients to you to treat their heart disease or you're a cardiologist. That's what the referrals for. And it, it, it hit me like, like a brick. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm a cardiologist. If I don't address nutrition and fitness, how am I going to really get people to change their blood pressure and, you know, their blood sugar and the diabetes? You know, medicine is only going to lower the numbers. It doesn't treat the disease. You know, the person has the, the potential to heal, and it's only through lifestyle changes that that's going to come about. Yeah, it's so true. It's yeah. so profound. You have, a, you have these great, in your book, you have these little heart quotes that you put throughout the book, and I've got so many of them highlighted, and I love them because of good reminders, too. And one of them, uh, right at the beginning of your book says, when there is an incongruence or disconnect in your life and when you are not aligned with your inner guide, you become toxic to yourself. So when you treat people, and let's talk about um, all the different ailments, basically around the heart especially, people are basically toxifying themselves is what you're saying when everything's not aligned. But what exactly do you mean by that? Yeah, what what I mean is that... Um, uh, p- you know, people come to see me, and they're concerned about their heart. You know, they as if they think that this is a, a, a isolated, you know, structure, one physical entity that if they take care of it, it'll be fine. But that's not the truth. I mean, when we talk about health and true health in in the in 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 the whole body sense, you need a whole life approach to medicine. You need a whole life approach to health. You can, you know, someone might come to see me, and and their their physical heart might be healthy. And so, in other words, it's nothing. Uh, you know, wrong with it from a disease standpoint, but they're not singing of vibrancy. They're not singing of life. And and so if you have, you know, um, uh, misalignment in your, you know, your relationship, in your personal relationship, if things are not going well at work or in finances, or in general, if you're just an unhappy person, you're not going to have true health. Because, uh, you know, true health is really a connection of the mind-body-spirit. It, it, it isn't just about a physical, you know, body of health. And so people need to understand that, and people really need to understand, you know, tend to their mind and to their thought process and their emotions, because when they get all that aligned, when things are, you know, are perfect in their life in the truest sense, 
and, and, I, and I go even deeper in terms of talking about spirituality because I so much believe that we need to have a purpose in life, that, that we are here with you know, some divine intention. And, and so many people are sleepwalking through life you know, in a job that's meaningless and they don't have purpose. And when they don't have that, I don't think that they can. their body will really resonate through health. Mm, that's really good. And you mentioned in your book as well that negative emotions lead to despair, depression, and that wreaks a biological havoc, as you say, with our bodies, the secretion of cortisol, which we know is a stress hormone, and that is associated with heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. But do people really, when they come in, do they really get it when you say to them, um, I could give you a pill? that's just going to cover the symptoms. And, I mean, are they getting it? I mean, what yeah. do you say to someone to really help them to understand how they're connected? Yeah, I, I, uh, sadly enough, the majority don't get it. And, and so it's a process that you really have to work with them over a period of time. And, and quite frankly, there are, there are plenty of patients that don't want to hear it. Uh, they, they want the, the quick fix, the, the pill. Um, you know, they, they want you know, sadly enough, for something to be physically wrong with them so that they can justify why they're feeling the way they are, as opposed to, you know, accepting or acknowledging that if they can just change their frame of mind, their perception, their, the way they think, that many of their symptoms will, will go away. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there is such a thing, uh, uh, obviously, as, you know, the connection of chakras to the way you feel. And I've actually been in a yoga class, and I didn't know they were working on the heart chakra, and I ended up crying. And later at the end of the class, she would say, we did sh heart chakra work today. It's like, why am I emotional? Ah. <laughs> I mean, I'm emotional anyway. But for me to be in yoga and start crying, and uh, I know you talk about that in your book, and we're going to come back and, and dive into the chakras because I, I definitely want to talk about that uh, for sure. Your ABCs of, vibrant, uh, of the vibrant heart, which is uh, on page 236 of your book, and I'm mentioning that as a, a tease that if you guys are listening – this is the kind of book, and I don't just promote books to promote books. I mean, I am glad I have this book, but this book has so many good tips. So we're going to talk about the ABCs, and I just want to also talk about brokenheartedness. And as we wrap up this segment, because there is a true sense of, of a broken heart and how that can physically manifest, correct? Yes, absolutely. And so... Um, the, you know, there's a physical entity of, of the heart attack and all the, the structural changes that, are, that lead to that in terms of blockages and so forth. But um, you can have an emotional heart attack and, and, and from a broken heart and, and the various um, adrenaline surges that, that takes place either from a trauma or a shock or, or, you know, a severe emotional heart breakup that um, by a different set of pathology um, causing vasoconstriction, causing the heart rate and the blood pressure uh, to increase, that can lead to a, a physical heart attack. You know, fortunately, it, it, the, the, the physical heart attack... Um, uh, oh, hold on just one second, uh, Dr. Cynthia. I love what you're saying. We're going to come right back. Life in the Groove continues in moments. We'll be right back, and we're going to finish with that conversation. Hold on. Talking to Dr. Cynthia. Where have you been? If you guys are just tuning in, Life in the Groove. you got to be here for the whole show, yo, yo. That sounded terrible, didn't it? Jay, can you do that better for me? Can you can you bring some ghetto sound yo, to that? Yo. Thank you. There we go. Uh, Dr. Cynthia Thike with Your Vibrant Heart, Restoring Health, Strength, and Spirit from the Body's Core. And we're going to talk briefly about, just to, to mention the brokenheartedness, and we're going to get to a couple of the things. And then we're going to talk about her, her goal and what she really wants to do with this. And it's pretty exciting. You can maybe help her out with that. Brokenheartedness is an ailment. It can send you to the ER. Uh, is that correct, Dr. Absolutely. Cynthia? Absolutely. It, it can actually cause a physical heart attack. 
you know, luckily you can recover from it to a much, you know, easier degree than you can with a physical heart attack. But, yes, we do need to guard our emotional health, and, and that's so key. And uh, ailments to the heart and the chakras and all of that, you, you move and groove through this with your patients and in your own life. Can you explain to us in the best way possible, I know it's a very deep subject, why, how, you know, you have developed this program and why chakras are part of it? Yeah, you know, the chakras are sort of a mysterious thing to uh, most people, and it doesn't need to be. All, all we're talking about with the chakras is that understanding that um, we are energetic beings, and, and there is energy flowing through and, you know, within and through us. And, and so uh, the chakras are basically um, uh, energy centers within the body, and um, the, each location has a, a different um, um, a physical element to it that has a, a different uh, meaning behind it. Um, you know, obviously the the heart chakra, which is the fourth chakra, is in the center of the chest, and and, and is you know associated not just with the physical um, uh, circulation of blood and so forth, but but also you know the 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 the, the emotional in terms of love, you know, acceptances, uh, you know, forgiveness, all of that. And so again, it t- ties in the fact that within these physical um, organs, there are, are more spiritual or emotional elements um, that needs to be balanced and centered as well. Do your patients accept this kind of chakra discussion with you, or they, and do they see results when they do focus on them? Um, you know, t- to be to be honest and truthful with you, I don't I don't get into it that much when I see a patient coming in for a cardiac you know issue. I think that um, this this is more um, a discussion um, specifically for for individuals that come to me looking for that type of guidance. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's in your book, and I love that you cover it, and I really do believe in it. You also talk about the ABCs of the vibrant heart, and in the next couple of minutes on this segment, can you give us a rundown of what those are? Yes, and so for me, um, the ABCs are number one: A, affirmation um, is so important to to have uh, positive statements and affirmations uh, that we you know repeat to us on a, on a daily basis. And 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 so many people have been introduced to affirmation through um, you know the movie The Secret and the um, the the Law of Attractions, but but I find that. A lot of people don't um, do it correctly, and, and therefore they don't see the, the positive results of manifestations in their life. Um, affirmations aren't about just the, 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 the words or the statements. Um, it isn't just about the thoughts, but the emotions behind it, because um, your, your conscious thoughts is only you know, 5% of your, your active um, uh, working center, and, and most of our, our are things that create is actually in the subconscious arena, and and the emotions are what you know um, speaks to that. And so when you have affirmation, you want to, you know, speak from your your heart center and, and infuse it with a lot of um, uh, emotions and and positive feelings into there and visualize it. Um, and then you know, and the emotions then are what then leads to actions. And that's my second. Um, the B is behavior. Uh, you want to not only have these thoughts. And affirmation, but you want to take the appropriate actions and behaviors that will lead you to the manifestation of, of whatever you're affirming. And my C is commitment. Um, I think 
not all too often people have the right intention. They probably they say the affirmation. They start off with uh, a behavior, but they don't have the consistency and 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 the commitment is so key. The consistency and commitment. I rather when I talk to people about fitness, you know, I tell them you know start with ten minutes. Do something that you can you can absolutely achieve and commit to. For the, for the duration, I, I far rather that someone goes out and, and walk for 10 minutes on a daily basis and, and do that than, you know, do an hour one day and then skip the next four days and then do 10 minutes another day. The consistency and the commitment is key. You know, I love those. The ABCs, uh, if you want those in detail, you can get her book, Your Vibrant Heart. Dr. Cynthia Thype, we come back with one final segment. She is on a mission. You want to know what it is? Because she needs your help. So you got to stay with us to hear that life in the groove continues. You are not going anywhere. You're staying right with us. You got it? All right. Just moments. Welcome to Life in the Groove. We wrap up with Dr. Cynthia Thike. Time just flies by when you have a great guest. Hopefully you guys are uh, picking up some good stuff here. Lots of good stuff today on the show. In fact, and I'm ending today as well with some of my tips, which tie right into what we're talking about in her book, which is Your Vibrant Heart. It is fantastic. And I love that she has the mind-body-soul connection. And we hear that all the time, but she really does. And she's a cardiologist. She's not just, you know, spouting some stuff and and uh, talking about what, how she feels about it. I mean, she's trained doctor. She has on page 212, your mind is one of your most important assets. If you treat it right, it has the power to help you achieve almost anything you could possibly dream of. And that includes your health. And so... What she's saying and what I agree with is don't just run into an office and get a pill and cover up the symptoms. Go whole body approach and figure out how they all work together and take care of yourself. And in this book, she talks about nutrition. And I mean, she gets into the hardcore stuff, too. It's not just all about, you know, chakras and the emotional side of it. But she does have also on page 158 the mind-body axis, which is mental, emotional, and spiritual detoxification which we're all toxified in some way, if there is such a word. Jay, is there such a word as toxified? Uh, sure. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I don't know if there is, but it doesn't matter. All right, um, and it's drcynthia.com, drcynthia.com to find her. And she does uh, have offices in the, you know, the Burbank area, but certainly her book, you can get that anywhere, Your Vibrant Heart. Okay, you have a mission. And in the last couple minutes, tell us what it is that you want to do. Absolutely. And if I could uh, start off with a quote by Henry David Thoreau, I love this quote and, and I live my life by it. If one advances confidently in the direction of his dream, endeavoring to live the life that he has imagined, he will meet with success unexpected in common hours. And, and I know that for me, um, that's, that's basically what I've been doing with, the, with my practice, with my book, and now with this movement and my mission is to advance confidently in that direction. Um, and so what I'd like to have happen um, as a result of this book and of the platform that I'm establishing is that my feeling is that heart disease, we know that heart disease is the number one killer among men and women. One in four will die of heart disease in, co in comparison to one in 30 women being affected by breast cancer. And I'm so happy for the breast cancer movement um, and, and Susan Coleman with the, the pink ribbon and so forth. But I find, and in fact, the Cleveland Clinic just you know, in a, published a, their, their research survey where they find that 76% of the people they survey are not afraid of heart disease um, and are not taking the actions that they need to. 
And so for me, I don't want to use a fear-based approach to try and move people to action. I, I mean, the statistics are important. They need to know about it. But I really want people to recognize and realize that there is a higher plane to get to, that beyond just having a physically healthy heart, that they can aspire to have a spiritually vibrant heart. And so I want to have, you know, raise awareness, but really get it to the level of a, of a movement that, that everyone can get on board with from the, the national sports teams to the corporations to the individual, that it starts from a grassroots, but that it expands and that uh, we're all here to save a life, uh, save a, a, not just a physical heart, but, but save the emotional life of a person, of someone that we love. And so that we can all aspire to have having um, a vibrant heart. Oh, that's beautiful. And actually, and we don't have time to get into your background, but it's in your book. And uh, you came to this place basically on your own journey. And so you speak from experience. And I can just say that to those of you listening, that uh, she's traveled her own journey of ups and downs and is living out her life in a way that is um, truly remarkable as a doctor. And I don't think that happens all the time. I'll be honest. I There are some, but there are quite a few, as you know, that don't do that. Your Vibrant Heart, Restoring Health, Strength, and Spirit from the Body's Core. I highly recommend it, you guys. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Cynthia, for joining us. And uh, blessings on all your work. And drcynthia.com if you want to uh, get in touch with her. Thank you, Tina. It was yeah. fun. Thank you so much. All right, guys, my tips coming up in seconds. Tina's tips on her birthday. Hey, Jay, that was a good choice. It's always a party for me anyway, and it's my birthday show today so i have that incredible guest oh my goodness and also speaking of guests next week and jay's already heard her is she a crack up dr pat allen yes you were pretty silent with her were she you just take she was a character were you taking her in or was it because you're not in a relationship that so you don't really need any relationship no help? i just some of some of her rhetoric was a little out there for me yeah but she was she was certainly interesting yeah dr pat yeah. allen and she's an un-pc relationship and communication coach so she and she does have you're right it is sort of a rhetorical thing you can tell but she's very opinionated and she will make you think about things certainly in a different way and we're going to talk we're going to continue with sort of uh the living strong and all that but this will be with your relationships and we'll move into uh, she had like a life of addiction too weight sex everything and so woo boy she speaks from experience. Like most therapists, do you know any therapists that didn't go to therapy and needed therapy and then they got into therapy? I mean, I don't know one, I don't think, unless they don't want to tell us. And so I asked her about that. I'm like, why do all therapists, A, need therapy, and B, most guys have beards? Why do most men therapists have beards? <laughs> As my husband says, they're covering up their inadequacies. It helps <laughs> them shield. I mean, there's so many. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead and call me. If, you don't, if you're a therapist and you don't have a beard, send me a picture because I'm telling you. Most of you have facial hair. You know who you are. All right, so my birthday gift to you, besides the smoking thing, are Tina's tips today. So I'm going to pass along some tips. And I get a lot of comments from, especially, well, mainly almost always girls, with little things that drive me crazy that they say about themselves or just little snippets of an insight to negative thoughts and, uh, you know, tapes that I know they play over and over again with inside and the way that they think of themselves and stuff. I, I hear it all the time. It drives me crazy. Not that I haven't been there, 
but you, the things that you say over and over again, you manifest, right? So if you look in the mirror and you say some awful thing to yourself, you start to create that as a reality, and it's not true. So here's some tips of, it, I've got, what, about s uh, six here that I'll pass along to you that I think might be something that would help you or you could pass along. All right, the first one, and this is just living better, feeling better. This, these are some things I've done. If you're trying to lose weight or you're dealing with a body thing and looking in the mirror upsets you, don't look in the mirror so much. Don't find every mirror, stand there, compare parts of your body or parts of you that you don't like. Stop checking yourself out in the mirror and then berating yourself, and people do it all the time. And there's th there is such a thing as a BMM. Jay, what do you think that stands for? Uh, BMM. BMM, or maybe Brian knows. Bowel movement, man. Yes, exactly. Don't have a bowel movement when you're looking in the mirror because <laughs> it's not pleasant. Did you really just guess that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad mirror moment. So you go by a mirror. Listen, you guys have all done this, right? Which is a little nicer than Jay's idea. You go by a mirror and you look in the mirror and you look crappy, right? Or your hips look There's weird. There's the bowel movement right there. Y exactly. Oh, God, you're right. What Jay's if you like so what you good. see? Oh, if you like what you see, just stay right just there. Just keep staring. And just keep staring, baby. Just keep staring and draw some people over Love to it. you. But you have a bad mirror moment. It's not really as bad as you think, but you look, or I should say crappy moment because that makes more sense now. And... <laughs> It ruins <laughs> your whole day. Right. It ruins your whole day. So all day long, you've, you've had that moment in the mirror, and maybe the mirror has a, you had a weird angle or something, <laughs> right? And you just, you're. All my angles yeah. are weird. <laughs> so <laughs> don't look in any mirrors at all. But you know what I'm saying. It's a bad mirror moment. I don't even have angles, really. I'm just, you're just, I'm just a sphere. Well, I don't think Knock it's. Knock it off. Now, come <laughs> on now, Jay. But anyway, so don't look in the mirror. If it's going to make your day, if it's going to make you more critical of yourself, stay away from mirrors for a while. You know, um, when I've first worked with my nutritionist, he said, you know, if you put a bag over your head, cut out the eyes, and stand in front of the mirror naked, you might not recognize yourself. There's a weird phenomenon of not seeing your face with your body. Or your Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I am not a celebrity. I am not fat, whatever. But anyway, the mirrors. Okay, number two, don't compare yourself to others. You're going to get yourself nowhere fast. And we all know this, but your journey is your journey. And if you just continually compare yourself to someone else, you're, you're not going to be productive. You're not going to focus on what's important to you. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know where they've been. It's not your journey. Don't, especially if you're a high achiever, like I compare myself to people doing way more than I am. I used to all the time. It would drive me to eat. Oh, I should be doing that. I should be doing that. Look at them. Look at them. You don't know what their journey is. You don't know where they're at in their path in their life. Stop it. You've got to focus on what you need to do. And I started the show with you're, you have a reason to be here. And you need to focus on what that is. Appreciate yourself as a whole. This one's great. Instead of picking at your holes, focus on you as a whole, not the holes in you. Look at yourself as an entire being instead of picking yourself. What are you guys laughing at I over can there? I interpreted all kinds of ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, we get what you're saying. I'm going on the upper. I'm yeah. Don't. I'm not going down the prurient interest. I love that <laughs> term. It's from the FCC. Uh, and think of your think of yourself is that you have a lot of parts to you as a whole you do a lot of goods don't pick yourself apart and forgive yourself for mistakes all the time constantly and move on these are just little tips don't look in the mirror don't pick yourself apart think of yourself as a whole being and stop comparing yourself to other people all the time which people do to me oh look at her arms look at her abs I'm like, oh you're kidding me right that's what you're going to focus on i looked in the mirror and i saw this and i should be doing that and um, now i'm going to beat myself up and you can't do that those simple, pick one of those today. 
Just pick one of those today. And if you are going to look in the mirror, you've got to be complimentary. Do not look at yourself and pick apart little pieces. As a whole person, when someone meets you, they meet the whole person of you. They meet your vibe. They meet your energy. They don't meet um, your love handles. They don't meet <laughs> flap on behind your arms. If you focus on that, <coughs> you will present that out to them. So don't do it. All right. Dr. Pat Allen next week, you guys. Don't forget that you can reach me at tinaandersonoc.com. And I've got Twitter. I've got Facebook. I've got YouTube. I've got uh, all kinds of ways to reach me. And I do want to hear from you. I've got a couple of questions that have shown up and I'm going to probably address in a couple of weeks or maybe next week. I'm working on them, a little bit of research for someone. 855-892-9606 is the toll-free number, 892-9606, and that's 855-892-9606. All right. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world. Please find something to laugh about every day and manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson reminding you to live your life in the groove. Enjoy your birthday, Tina. Thank you.